Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome. Amanda Grace here with you today. And this is Grace Out Loud. So I'm going to be bringing my co-host with the most in, Marty Grisham, in just a moment. Welcome to everybody watching the United States and around the world. And hello to our team, our Ark of Grace team. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. Shout out to Marty's wife, Jenny. We love Jenny. So let's bring in Marty. Without further ado. Hey, Hello. Amanda, how's everybody doing today? Okay, how are you? Just wonderful. Just wonderful. Hey, we just got back from traveling uh, Vegas. That was a great trip. That what, Vegas was interesting for me. Interesting. Ooh. I, 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 you see things you can't unsee. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. From Vegas, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I know. besides that, I mean, trip was great. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Yeah, it was a good trip. It was good. We got to spend quite a bit of time with you and Chris and your mm -hmm. team. What a wonderful team you have. Thank you. Had a great time with the Antis family. All of them were oh, there. We praise love the them Lord. Too. All love of those them. Antises. And Clay <laughs> and just General Flynn and the whole team. Love them. Quite mm -hmm. a few Trumps came and hung out with us. So they did. Yes. The Trumpeteers, mm -hmm. we call them. So um yeah. <laughs> um okay, well I made that up. But yeah, so we had a really good time. It's interesting, isn't it, Amanda? When we go to different cities, each city has its own feel, whether it's spiritual or not, you know, just so it's been really a, it's been a great, it's been a great time with the Reawaken America tour where we've got to meet and we've got to minister together. And we prayed for a lot of sick, a lot of people that needed healing. We did. That go good on your end? It did. Praise God. It, it, it went very well. The line was enormous. Yes. <laughs> for prayer. It was a little overwhelming at first. You know, we were looking at like, how are we going to, you know, logistically yeah. do this? But praise yeah. God, we did. We did it both days. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of people, a lot of people lot got of people. prayed for, delivered, <laughs> healed. So praise God. That was amazing. Uh, yeah. I love that part. I lost half my voice before I went on stage because we were praying <laughs> for people. <laughs> and then I had to try to get my voice back enough yeah. to go out there. And, um, you know, you know, you're making an impact because the city of Las Vegas did not want us there. No, we'll say the word allegedly just to be safe, but they really yeah. didn't. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, and so them territorial spirits was not happy. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Showed no. up. So, <laughs> but praise the Lord. We did it. We did it. Yeah, it was successful. And I tell you. Thank you, and thank you for our other friends that joined Jenny and I on Thursday night, <clears throat> the night before, which I'm still, I'm running on about 60, 70% of my voice yeah. right now, because that first night we did a prayer. So thank you for joining us that night. We did a prayer uh, and spent some time in prayer for the nation, and, and we covered different things that Thursday night. But I got up there and just let it rip, and you my did. voice, I pushed it hard, and my voice right then kind of got a little injured, so I'm coming out of that. But And then now we're back to doing one to two shows a day, which, you know, all is well. But I have to tell you, Amanda, uh, and I don't know how much we got to talk about that because whenever we would go grab a bite to eat afterward, you know, it would be so much going on and so busy. But when we left there that night, that first night, in the car, the Spirit of the Lord moved up on me so strong and so sweet and talk to me because Jenny and I were called to teach prayer throughout the mm -hmm. nation, but we're also called to come and help in 20 cities. And I really firmly believe the Lord spoke to me and said, Vegas is one of those cities that we're going to begin a loudmouth prayer group there 
that we're going to pray online. So just in case no one got to see my shows that I've done since I've been back, I just want to say, shoot us an email. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just shoot us an email at admin, admin at loudmouthprayer.org if you want to join our online prayer group for Vegas. If you're in the Vegas uh, area, we want you to join us to begin to intercede for that city um, because we're just going to keep, keep on moving forward with what we've started. Amen. That's what we have to do, Marty. Yeah. We have to keep moving forward in the mission. So follow through. Exactly. The follow through. So how about there it is admin at loudmouthprayer.org. Yes. We open up in prayer and then we'll show some pictures for reawaken. Yes. Okay. And last time we did double prayer, Amanda, I'm telling you, I I honestly, I'm okay for that. No, I'm double prayer is good. I'm telling you, the Holy spirit has just been on me all day. So, there's no telling what he wants to say today, but we're just going to give ourselves. So you want me to kick it? I'll kick yes. it. Go right okay, ahead. Father, okay. we just come before you. We just give ourselves to you. We consecrate this this hour, this time to you. And those that join us, whether they're watching live <clears throat> or those that join us over the next day or week or month, Lord, we consecrate all of us. <clears throat> we consecrate this time to you. We're asking you to speak to us, show us, lead us and guide us. Help us, Lord, to know and to pray in line with your perfect will for this nation in this hour. In the precious name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, we come before you. We praise you for this day, Lord. We praise you that you are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality, and might. Father, we humble ourselves before you this day, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives, so you, your will, and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, to the earth, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He died at Calvary. He purchased us. He redeemed us. He made an open show and spectacle of the enemy before all of creation. Lord, we praise you. He rose again in three days, ascended back into heaven, and has been seated victoriously, ruling and reigning at your right hand, Father. And we honor that before you this day. Lord, we just invite your presence and the presence of the Holy Spirit, Lord, the Ruach HaKadosh, to fill this time, to fill where we are, to saturate the atmosphere, Lord, that the weight of your glory would fall, that the power of your presence would move. Lead and guide us, no wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of almighty God with authority now come forth in Jesus name. Lord, take all the glory for yourself, all the glory for yourself. You are the potter. We are merely the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith. Lord, we praise you this day. Amen. And amen. 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 Praise God. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God the Lord. is faithful. So faithful. He is. Yeah. He is. So all the time. He really is all the mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the more we acknowledge it, the more he's just got an open door to just show up and just show off, show mm-hmm. up, show off on our behalf. He's so good. Amen. He is. He's so good. He's absolutely good. Yes. We have some pictures from we our, do. yeah, I would love to see those. Of our time there. together. <clears throat> Ooh, wow. Look oh, at there, there is the, 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 the chicken of the hour. There he is in Vegas Gumbo. living large. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, there we oh, that's so nice. That was Good opening picture. prayer day one. Yes. That we were all out there. Oh. That's a great picture. That's a good picture. Yeah. Uh there we are with Gumbo again backstage, all of us. 
that gumbo. This gumbo again. He just gets around. <laughs> <laughs> These are great shots. Yeah, he does get around gumbo. Oh. He's just little bombing everything. Oh, that's a nice. That's opening prayer. Yep. Oh, that's the prayer. Is that the prayer line? Yes. Uh, is that, that the prayer is line? line for prayer? That was <laughs> yeah. one of them uh, that we had. <laughs> wow. One of them. Oh, that's, those are nice. Good pictures. Those are good pics because I'm so focused. I don't even know these pics are being taken. Like, I have no clue what's going on. Oh, yeah, there was our table. There we is the Ark of Grace table in the Macy's Day Parade. Glory <laughs> to God. How many balloons could a prophet have? I don't even know. I'm telling they you. They did an amazing job on that table, our team, and the balloons so, are everything. So was, well, Clay said, Clay said to me, Marty, I want you to have a booth. I want you to have a booth, Marty, where you yes, can talk to people. Yep. So mm-hmm. so yep. we, we didn't have much planning time, and we started working on a few items. So our booth was just like a black sheet on the table right across the aisle from Amanda's <laughs> celestial and terrestrial glory booth. Amanda could have been up there with a staff in the Macy's Day Parade right behind <laughs> Snoopy. I'm telling you, it was beautiful. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Yes, yeah, it was beautiful. An amazing job. They really did. <laughs> they all did an amazing job. Uh, it looked great. And people loved the balloon arch. They were taking pictures in front of the balloon <laughs> arch. It was actually kind of funny. So good. that was really cool. But we had a wonderful time together. Yes. And yeah, a lot of good so, fellowship. Praise a God. good fellowship, and 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 next is Miami. Miami, we're coming for you, baby. We're coming again. That's right. Trump Doral, we're coming. Yeah, it's going to be Durrell, good. Miami, o- yep, October. October. So gear up. We're gearing up for it. We're recovering, and we're yes. gearing up. Yes. And, yes, absolutely. And then guess where I'm going to be? Where? This weekend. Where are you going? I'm going to be at Robin Bullock's place. That is so cool. Warrior, Alabama. I'm going back to Warrior because we are doing a uh, baptism weekend. And Timothy Dixon is going to be there also. So, yeah. Oh, that is so cool. This is a two-day event. We're looking very forward to this, and we hope to see many of you there. That is great. Mm -hmm. And then I get a little bit of a break. Yes. So that's going to be like a Labor Day weekend. So it could be extra long for people to be, really be able to come and see you. Exactly, which is nice. Yeah, that that's the good thing about it. So <clears throat> praise God. Okay, Marty. Okay, good, good, good. <laughs> and um, so <clears throat> do they have a flyer for, maybe they have a flyer for a healing. We have another healing revival coming up soon. Oh, yes. here we go. Yes, there <clears throat> it is. So here in Tulsa, again, on the uh, 15th, we're going to have a Holy Ghost meeting that night. And then the 16th, we're going to have our full day healing revival. And so where Amanda's joined us before, and I believe we're still working on having uh, Amanda join us very soon. We're working on those, those things as well, but this is one that we're having in Tulsa. So if you're thinking to yourself, I'm ready to have someone join their faith with me and get healed, come and join this. You can just basically go to eventbrite, eventbrite.com. You can look for loudmouth prayer. You'll find this event. Now, what's cool about this event, you can also have a 30-minute session with our healing technicians. Really big deal. They sit down with you 20 to 30 minutes, and they minister to you, and they find where you are, and they connect you with the Lord. They connect you with the anointing. They lay hands on you. It is absolutely second to none. If you want to get healed, get signed up today. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes. 
I we are working on me heading out that way. Oh yes, yes, we yes. Are. We're looking forward to that. Okay, okay Praise Marty. God. Praise the Lord. So, so Marty. Well, so I'm just going to tap into my heart as you will too, mm-hmm. and see because uh, I I don't have anything necessarily planned for today, which I really like that because I think we we drew so much from the crowd. I really love the reawakens because we're with people. Yeah. I walk in the crowd. I know you do. And we just, we, we get to fellowship. We get to talk with them. We get to see where they're coming from. You know, those that listen to us, those that have never heard us before. And we really just get a feel for what the heart of the nation is. Cause people came from Canada. Yeah. Canada. They did. And, to Vegas. And, and you know, who's just precious. I got to spend some time with pastor Arthur Pulowski's wife. Yes. And his son and what precious people we love they them. Are. Keep that family in prayer. Yes. With what is going on in Canada with them right now. We stand with them. We love them and we're praying for them. Yes. Jenny and I spent quite a bit of time, especially with his son mm-hmm. and we were blown away. This young man is completely a chip off the old block <laughs> is how dad will make a stand. The son is literally doing the same thing. It's really beautiful. It's just to see how that, just that, uh, that spiritual dynamic and DNA was passed right down to him to fight for freedom as well. So what yeah. a great honor to be able to spend time with them. So. Yes, it was. <clears throat> it was. Well, and well, we're going to, we're going to see what the Lord has in yeah. store today. Yes. Praise the Lord. So father, we just thank you that you lead us and guide us. Holy Spirit, what would you have us talk about today? What would you have us say? Just lead us and guide us and show us. Okay, well, we'll just do that. Ha ha, mekika, eminas, pikatanga, mekasul. For there's still many questions in the hearts of people. There's still many questions and prayers that come unto me, and there's been much concern. And some would move over into worry and fear. But I'm going to hold you dear this next hour and let you know what I say. I'm going to let you know what I think about tomorrows. I'm the one that created them. I'm the one that holds them. So just strap on your seatbelt and listen to what I say, because I hold tomorrows. And when you walk with me, I hold you as well. Ha, ha, ha. Mekika ta mekida. And meka salamaka. So we thank you, Lord. We thank you that number one, praise God, we have divine protection, Amanda. Yes. Divine protection. That is just beautiful. We have divine protection. This is what I have in my heart. And divine provision. Protection and provision. And they come from him. Hallelujah. They do come from him. And when the Lord gives you an assignment. Yeah, come on. And when you start to move into the will that he has for your life, what you're created to do on this earth. And you start to align with that, with his will. That's when that opens up, when those doors and those floodgates open up with provision and protection, you know, um, and, and wisdom and, and all of those things you need to be equipped with and you need to have in order to do the assignment successfully. And many times people don't want to come fully into his will to get it. Yeah. They want to put one foot in. They want to put one foot in and they still want to keep one foot in the old man. And they don't want to move it from there. (laughs) And well, there's many reasons for that. First of all, change is hard. 
People don't like change. You know, when the Lord has to has to uh, deal with us in the area of restoration, he's got to tear all the old down first to the studs. Oh, yeah. And remove all the old. And that's a painful process. And then he goes, OK, now let's rebuild it. We're going to build it the way it should be built. And that is the most beautiful part. But people don't want to go through that other part first. But yeah. it is so <clears throat> necessary in order for those things to be poured into your life where the enemy cannot come and snatch it away. Because many times what happens is if we're half in and we get it, the enemy comes and he more he can easier snatch such a thing away from us. Yeah. Cyrus just opened the door. Sai <clears throat> Sai and Missy. <laughs> They're all coming in to hear the word of the Lord today. All of them. Well, no I, they, they know what they're doing. <clears throat> no wrestling. No wrestling. Come on. Come say hi to everybody. Oh, Vicky. that's a good looking boy right there. Come say hello. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. 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 <laughs> I know you love mama. I know you love mama. You love mama. Cyrus loves his mother. Okay. Now he's going to go wrestle with Missy. So you may hear it in the background. Go on. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Psalm 127.1. Except the Lord build the house. There's only one builder in our life. When we build upon, we allow him to build the plan, to lay out what the foundation, except the Lord build the house in our lives. Unless he's the one doing it. <clears throat> hey, Chris, you labor in vain when you try to build on your own. Hey, brother. Good to see you, man. <laughs> My beloved. Come on, Cy. I've got wrestling going on. I've got Chris. I've just, this has just been totally hijacked here. I'm telling you, I don't Cy. even have a rubber chicken near me. I'm telling you. Missy, are you Lord. going out or staying in? What you doing, girlfriend? <laughs> <clears throat> there we go. There goes Missy, everyone. Okay. There we go. There you now go. Perfect. Continue. Perfect time. Go on, Marty. So accept the Lord build the house. So God is asking for us to take the hands of control off of our lives and let him be the boss. Let him be the designer, the architect, the builder. Mm -hmm. You know, we have some friends that are builders, but it doesn't start with the builder. It starts with an architect. It starts with an architect putting together the blueprint. God has designed and devised a blueprint for our lives, the plan he has for us. When we stay in the plan and we walk intimately in the plan that he has for us, there'll be the provision and there'll be the protection. Provision and protection are part of that devised, designed blueprint and plan. So we have to find the plan. We have to seek him. You don't find God's plan for your life if you don't pray, if you don't come before him and ask him. Mm -hmm. You have not because you ask not. It's that Amen. simple. Okay, I'm going to read Proverbs 24, 3 through 6 for a moment. Good. Okay. Through wisdom, a house is built, and by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with all precious and pleasant riches. A wise man is strong. Yes, a man of knowledge increases strength. For by wise counsel, you will wage your own war, and in a multitude of counselors, there is safety. Praise yes, God. Yes, good. Mm -hmm. I've always loved that. In the multitude of counselors, yes. there's safety. Another translation says that's wisdom. Having the safety, the protection, the, uh, the provision, the wisdom of God. 
We have to ask him what he wants us to do and how he wants us to to walk in this time because interesting times are coming. Well, someone could say, well, are they dark times? Hey, prophets, tell me, tell me, is it going to be dark times? We don't have to tell you beyond what Matthew 24 said. Matthew 24 said there's some crazy that could come. Well, I didn't, I put in the word could. He said that there's crazy going to come. But just because darkness is going around doesn't mean we stop being the light. That's right. And for us to be the light unto the world and to others, that means he's protecting us. He's providing for us. We're walking in his plan. The plan will always produce the provision. If you're called to have your needs met, if you're called to just do anything for God, when you're in the plan, you can make a demand by faith upon the plan to produce the provision. When you're in the plan, provision just grows from it. It just comes out of it. It does. It does. It's the product of it. It is when you're in the plan, when you're in the will, when you're walking in the will of God, when you're doing what he's told you to do, the natural byproduct of that is provision. And so provision in order for us to be deemed by God, equipped and able to handle it. Yeah. We have to have wisdom first because without wisdom, you're not going to know what to do with what God gave you. Anyway, you will squander it. You will the whole parable of the talents, (laughs) the whole parable of the talents, you know, references this where the other two took what was given to them and they multiplied it. And one took it and buried it and did nothing with it because they were afraid to step out with it. And we cannot be afraid in this hour to do that. If God is pushing you in a direction that seems to you out on a limb, not to him, but to you out on a limb in faith, you need to take that step and go out on that limb with him. Because when you activate that faith and the Lord's given you a promise That door opens then to it when you walk in the direction he wants you to walk. This is the way. Walk ye in it. We have to listen to that voice in that hour of the Lord saying that. Yeah, yeah. In Matthew 24, speaking of Matthew 24, Mm -hmm. verse 36. But of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. And as in the days before the flood, okay, now, so you have when Noah came, but listen to this, verse 38 is literally talking about the days before the flood. That's the the, the similitude, that is the type in the shadow of where we are right now before the flood. And before the flood, before that, They were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will be the coming of the Son of Man be. And so we see from this that there will be a lot of confusion. There'll be a lot of people that are not, well, expecting the come of the Lord, the coming of the Lord. They'll be surprised. We're not going to be surprised. Now, I don't know. You and I have never talked about that one fact. 
I believe, just mm-hmm. me, okay. that the closer we get to that day, we're just going to have an awareness of the heart and the mind of God. I'm not saying I'm going to know the day or the hour, but I am going to say that I'm smart enough spiritually and walking with him to be able to draw from him when it's getting closer and closer and closer. Even if you're not looking at all the stuff, the signs going on around you, you should still have this keenness, this clarity of the things of the spirit to know that, man, it's just getting close because of how we're going to be used by him as well. Exactly. And because it's our father in heaven, yeah. And his sheep know his voice and his strangers we will not follow. Yeah. You can sense, you know, the sons of Issachar were gifted to discern the times and the seasons. Yeah. That's what we need to be able to do. And I'll tell you something interesting about what happened with Noah and the whole account of the flood before the earth. In the book of Jasher or Yasser in the Apocrypha, okay, which was the 13 books that were removed about 200 years ago from the Bible. Um, and separated. One of the things that God found so egregious as to bring on the flood was that they started toying with things genetically that they shouldn't have. They started wow. genetically mixing animals. <clears throat> wow. That they started toying with the genetics that God had put in place and tampering with it. So isn't that interesting with what we see today going on? Yeah. It's that same, it's that same path. Yeah. We're, you know, we're on that same path with what we see happening. So just a little fact there. That's a really interesting fact. It it reminds me, I can't remember exactly where it is in Romans, whether it's Romans Mm -hmm. one or two, but it talks about where the creation, um, the creation of the creator, I'm sorry, the creation man has tried to put themselves ahead of the creator. It's somewhere around verse 18. Let's see, let's see verse verse 18. Um, let's say Romans 1, 18. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and righteousness of men who suppress the truth and unrighteousness because they, because what may be unknown of God is manifest in them and God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood in the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead. There is no excuse, without excuse. In other words, he's saying God has created such a beautiful creation in all that he's done. There's really no excuse for an unbeliever to stay an unbeliever. So someone could say, well, they've never been preached to and they, you know, God's unfair because they died and probably went to hell and no one ever preached to them. This is saying that God has made such splendor and glory in creation that there's no excuse. And so the same is true when we look to God and say, God can take care of us, Amanda, in a moment of time that's up ahead that might be dark or challenging. The same is true. There's really no excuse for us for us to think that the God and the creator of heaven and earth can't take care of us in a little bit of a challenging time. There's no excuse for us because he has showed his splendor, his glory. He's given us all that he took Israel through. He gave us all of the story. He revealed all of that in the wilderness for 40 years. He showed up with protection, provision over and over protection and provision over and over. We have no excuse today to not trust him in these areas. 
you're so right about that. And if, let me put it this way. If the byproduct of X is Y, X is the creator of Y. Y didn't create itself because the byproduct of Y came from X, right? The earth did not create itself. There had to be an X that, that was the, the creator of Y. Almighty God is the creator of the heavens and the <clears throat> earth. He created Excuse it. Me. Earth just didn't create itself. It just yeah. didn't put itself into place so perfectly. Yeah. In order for life to be sustained on this planet, there has to be a creator that causes yeah. Y to be created. Yeah. The, 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 a jumbo jet just doesn't create itself. There's an engineer. Yeah. There is an engineer that designs the jet. You've got people that build it. You've got people that create it, that, that you know every facet of that jumbo jet and how to operate it. Yeah. Just doesn't come into being itself. No. Almighty God is the one holding the earth in its place right now. Yeah, for and sure. And sustaining the earth and keeping total wrath right now. From yeah. coming on the earth with what's happening. Yeah, for sure. That's so good. I love that. Praise God. Yeah. <laughs> see, God created much all that for us to see it and to know, yeah. and there's no excuse. And so I'm still in Romans. I'm just hanging out okay. here in Romans. Let's 1. hang out Romans for a little bit. Verse 21. Let's get, let's get, let's get into some specifics real quickly because there's some things, Amanda, there's no excuse. There's some things going on today. There's no excuse. Yeah. And here's one of them. In verse 21, Romans 121, because although they knew God, talking about the people that should have walked with him, but have walked away and refused to see the signs of his creation, although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful. They were not thankful. Really interesting point. But they became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Wow. Professing in verse 22, professing to be wise. I know a few. They became fools. I know a few more. And they changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image of like a corruptible man and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Verse 24, therefore God, okay, here we go. Therefore, God gave them, released them over to that darkness. It says he gave them to uncleanness in the lust of their flesh to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who changed the truth of God for the, for the lie, and they worshiped and served the creature, their own lustful flesh, Amanda knows where I'm going. I know they, exactly where he's going. They serve the creature rather than the creator. In verse 26, for this reason, God gave them over to vile passions, for mm -hmm. even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature, saying unnatural. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one for another. That's basically sin. Men with men committing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty for the error which was due. Marty, what are you saying today? Well, number one, I'm not saying that the Bible did. Amen. And so I'm just smart enough to read it. And I'm also just barely smart enough to understand that God created the male and the female. And it's just like creation, Amanda. 
if you can't look at creation and understand that God's amazing just because of the splendor and glory of how created, if you can't look at that and know that there's a God, then something's wrong with you. And if you can't look at the male and the female, see their differences, see how they are to join together, if you can't tell the differences, then you've got some serious problems. And there's no excuse. Now, that's my point. There is no excuse when you look at male and female and get confused and think that there's 97 other ones. There's no excuse. No, there's not. Take it from there, Amanda. I'll take it from there. There is zero excuse for that. And there is no answer. No. That science has even been able to come up with because you need male and female to create. You need a you need a female and a male, right? Yeah. To create a life. <clears throat> it doesn't matter if you think you're a kangaroo that day. Genetically, you're male or female. Genetics don't lie. You could put a costume <clears throat> on yeah. top of genetics. Yeah. It doesn't change the genetics of it. And God is the creator. And he created male and female together to create. And so they try to get around this. They try to circumvent it. They try to find inventive ways, but they have no answer to how God created male and female to create. And you could identify as a car motor that day. It doesn't make you one. (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't make genetically you're not a car motor now you might be gassy but we'll talk you about might that later. be gassy but you're not a car motor and so genetically <laughs> you're male or female you know you can put on you can put on every costume you want you can put on any identity you want the lord genetically knows what you are and that can <laughs> never be changed the devil can lie to you and tell you to ignore that and make you believe something else. But that is a lie from the pit of hell. It is perversion. It is twisted. It is the lie of the serpent going all the way back to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. It's the lie that goes that far back. This is the greatest, longest lie that has ever been told. Yeah. And it goes back to the tree and the exchange with the serpent. So why, Marty, why, Amanda, why Amanda's eight dogs that come visit every show? Why? (laughs) Why, Cyrus? Yes. Why would you guys be talking about this right now? Well, we haven't ever left the context of the show. The context of the show is there could very well be some dark days coming. Mm -hmm. Now, when you look back at the days of Noah, we see this was some of the problems before Noah built the ark, that God was so, um, he so regretted making mankind. He did. He He literally said, I regret, I wish I would have never made man. It gotten so dark. My friends, this unnatural use of the male and female is the number one leading culprit that calls God to tell Noah, my prophet, build an ark, a way of escape. For those that are righteous. 
We are in the days of Noah, and they are progressing, and we see an advancement of this natural use. Now, go back a little bit further or a little closer in time. Genesis 18, you got Sodom and Gomorrah. Same thing. We don't see a whole world, but we see a city. We see two and multiple others. But at the end of the day, let's just talk about Sodom, because that's where the Lord and the two others had met uh, Abraham and was heading to Sodom to check on it one more time before judgment was put in place. Well, what was the, what was the problem there? This, the natural, the unnatural use of the male and the female, this is always a demonically induced sign to show you the times. The more this is portrayed in this earth, the darkness, the more this is spewed out by media, the more, Governments, city, state, national, in every arena, the more they project this on our young ones, the more this happens, the closer we're getting to the great and terrible day. Of the Lord. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Book of Joel. Um, yeah. And so with Sodom, it was interesting because the Lord, and we see this, we see this in the account, shall I tell Abraham <laughs> what I intend to do? Come on now. That was what the Lord was was working through, we'll say, at the moment. Shall, you know why he's saying this? Because the Lord knows Lot is there. Yeah. Abraham's nephew. Yeah. And so he does tell Abraham. The Lord decides to to be upfront and tell Abraham what what is the what is the status with Sodom. And this is where we we see, I call it let's make a deal. We we see this was the first let's make a deal, not the game show. Yep, this yep. was the first one right <laughs> here between Abraham and God, where he whittles him down. He starts at 50 for 50 righteous. Will you spare the city yeah. for 50 righteous? I'll spare the entire. So he whittles him down to 10. If he can find 10 righteous people in Sodom, he will spare it for the sake of the 10. Well, we all know God couldn't find 10 righteous people in Sodom. Yeah. And the few that were, Lot and his family, because Lot brought the angels into his home and tried to protect them at all costs, which is interesting. Lot trying to protect the angels because the angels have so much more power, you know, to defend. But Lot wanted to protect them and the Lord honored that. And so instead of sparing the city, he took Lot out of the city. Instead of sparing the earth, he took Noah and his family and put them in the ark. Yeah. So he had, there's a pattern here of removing the righteous yeah. from the situation yeah. so the wicked can be dealt with. And we all know what happened to Sodom after that, yeah. as far as fire falling uh, from the heavenlies, I believe it was. It was a big explosion, fire falling, and uh, Sodom was basically completely destroyed uh, yeah. because of that sin. Because of that sin. Uh, and so... We have to understand that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So it, it, it remains the same today that the reason the United States hasn't completely fallen, hasn't completely fallen and been totally destroyed is because there are, there is a group of righteous in this nation that 
passionately serve the Lord, that love the Lord, that love the covenant of this nation, that don't want to see the nation given over and are taking a stand. And it's because of that, that complete judgment, complete judgment has been stayed for now. Yeah. Very well said. I loved also how you just, I mean, we've been talking about that pattern. You just made a reference to that pattern. Well, we're going to be taken out. You know, there's some today that say there's not going to be a rapture of the church. There's some, I don't know if you've heard along those lines. I've heard some say that we've already had a rapture. I don't even know how to explain what they're thinking. No. Um, I mean, I I have to look at Thessalonians. I look at other places and it it makes it pretty clear to me and someone can believe how they want. I'm going to stick with the word, but um, there is a great terrible, and there is a separating us. That pattern is going to be continued. It's going to be carried on that pattern. It's a divine pattern. It's a divine pattern. So are we going to reach everyone? No. Is everyone going to go to heaven? No. Are we going to give all that we can, our money, our time, our prayer on our knees, our ministry, everything. Yes, we're going to get as many as we can and take them on that ark with us. There's an ark being built, being prepared. That's right. I, the Lord took me in the spirit. I saw the ark. I saw the door lowering. I'm telling you, we are in those days before Noah. That's why we have this heightened increase of the male and female getting perverted and twisted. Right. Speaking of perverted and twisted, let me say, the Lord spoke to me about the enemy. Mm-hmm. And the Lord said, son, there's nothing new under the sun. Probably talking about his own son. There's nothing new. All things were created and all things were done by me. The enemy comes in as a counterfeit. I know yes. you know that as well. Mm-hmm. He'll come in and he'll take something of God. And this is what the Holy Spirit said to me. He said, the enemy will take a principle or a law or just a, a concept of God or a, a, a situation and this, and the Lord said he'll twist it and pervert it and make it a messed up, an evil, a sinful type and shadow of it. You know, he'll take something good because every good and every perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights, and there is no variance or shadow mm-hmm. of turning. Shadow is talking about darkness, talking about demonic. Shadow is of, a, of the occult. There is no bad in God. It's only good. He's the father of lights. But the enemy will take something of his and twist it and pervert it. The Holy Spirit fills us, comes inside us. Well, that's what demon powers want to do. They want to possess us and make us do things. The Holy Spirit wants to come inside us and allow us to be empowered to do things. So so one way is the divine order. One is a twisted, perverted order where he's trying to control us and make us do evil things where the Holy Spirit equips us, empowers us to do godly things. So it's always this twisting and perverting. And that's what's happened with the male and the female and the concept that Satan is spewing in this earth, that there's this twisting and the perverting of the natural use of men and women. That's right. And the enemy, the difference between what the Lord does and what the enemy does is the enemy allures to enslave you. Like you were saying, he allures to enslave. Yeah. God allures to love you, set you free and empower you to do his work on the earth. And the enemy can make slavery look really appealing when he wants you. 
making you think you're happy being enslaved to mm. perversion, being enslaved to poverty, being enslaved to lies, being enslaved to dysfunction. He can make that look so normal. Yeah. And it's a mirage. Completely. Isn't it interesting in Vegas, there's <laughs> a hotel named the Mirage? Yeah, that's really Be interesting. <laughs> that, that just came to me from the Lord while I was talking because it looks like all fun and all just innocent fun. And really, what is attached to it is so dark. What is behind the mirage is so dark and destructive and wants to destroy you. Doesn't want to help you find your identity. No. Because <clears throat> our identity is through Christ, Jesus. There's our identity. So that darkness does not want to help you find your identity. It doesn't care about your happiness. It yeah. doesn't care how you feel. You are a host and a means to their end. That yeah. is all <laughs> you are on this battle on earth. You are disposable. Just talk to people that were high up in the occult and delivered. You know yeah. what happens to them? When their time is drawing near, they're destroyed. They're destroyed because the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. We are a means to the enemy's end. We're with God. We are a means to love and do his will on the earth. And we have to get that straight in this hour. We have to because that coiling serpent through the media and mm. through the schools and even in some of the churches is trying to make perversion and yeah. bondage look yeah. real good right now. Yeah. And it's a false bill of goods. Yeah. Yeah. In Romans, back to Romans 1, verse 28. And even as they did not retain God in their knowledge, talking about those that are choosing to refuse the just the how obvious creation is speaking to us, those that are choosing to refuse how obvious that male and female are separate and different. Those refusing just common sense. I call it God common sense, just spiritual common sense. You know, those that are refusing. So it says, even those that did not retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind. Another translation says a reprobate mind. So someone can say, well, so-and-so, my, my friend or someone I know, they're losing their mind. Let me tell you something. I want to ask you what they've been doing with their mind for the last 12 months. What they've been doing for the last four months, the last three years. What have they been looking at? What have they been thinking on? What have they been touching in their life? What do they allow? Is there any darkness they've allowed themselves to associate with? Because God, now listen, I want to explain to you what this scripture says. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, it said God gave them over to a reprobate or debased mind to do the things that were unfitting. It's not that God got them and put them in a darker place. It's just the hand of God had to come off of them. So we're going back to our main point today. When you're walking with him in plan, in his plan, in his purpose, from that comes the two other P words, provision and protection. Provision and protection. Some people lose their minds. I'm telling you, I have literally seen this. In, I'm telling you, people I know, they begin to lose their minds because they're purposefully not walking with God. And God doesn't put them deeper in darkness. He doesn't do that. He's the father of lights. He can only bring light to you. 
right? That's he, There is no variance or shadow of turning according to James. He can't do that to you. But what he does is his hand of protection has to come off of you. So he's holding you. He's knowing you're acting like a baby. You're acting like a child. You're acting silly, but you just keep denying him. You keep basically putting him down, cursing him. You keep rejecting him. You keep pushing him away. He's revealing creation to you. He's using the Holy Spirit and even the people around you to let let you know that he loves you, but you're pushing all that away. You're rejecting him. And it literally comes to the place where his hand of protection comes off of you. And this is what this is saying. He gives them over to a debased mind where they go deeper into the darkness. People, many people that have lost their their mind, please don't get offended by this. I'm just being as plain as I can. This is a fact. Um, Many people that have completely lost their mind they started just on a gradual slope and they rejected God. They refused to judge what they were saying, what they were thinking and what they were doing with their hands. They had gotten themselves into gambling. They'd gotten themselves into alcohol too far into it. They'd gotten themselves into drugs. They'd gotten themselves into perversion into twisted things. They allowed themselves to get in the darkness of this world and they rejected God so much that he had to just take his hand off. And then suddenly they're thrust further into that. We have to pray for those people that the blinding eyes will come off of them and that they will be like the prodigal son. He did exactly that. He walked away from everything, rejected the father, walked away and found himself in the worst place possible. So we're literally the servants of the father were being treated better than the son of the king. And so we have to pray. We have to know how to pray. We have to know how to pray for those that have gotten so much wrapped up in demonic strongholds. We have to take authority over those strongholds and speak to those thought patterns and command them to leave the lives of the people that we love so that their minds will be free. And it's just like an opening of light. They'll have light come unto them and they'll say, what in the world, just like the prodigal son in the mud hole, what in the world am I doing at such a dark place? You know, the interesting part about the prodigal son is that he walked away from everything and he walked Mm. out from under the covering of his father. Yeah, that's big. His father was providing for him safety and covering and provision and order and discipline and everything we need in order for our spirit man to go ahead of our flesh. And he walked out from under that entire covering. And once he was out from under that entire covering, that's when you saw that slope just completely drop. (laughs) And you saw him be completely humbled and brought low. And the father allowed it. The father didn't chase after him. Father didn't run and try to bring him home. Father didn't act as a safety net for him to keep going out and doing it. Father didn't enable him or do any of that. He said, well, then let him go. Let him go and learn his lesson. And many times the Lord does that. (laughs) He goes, let them go and learn their lesson. Let them see what it's like to walk into that darkness without the covering. And they're humbled and brought low. And that's when the prodigals come to that reality and they come home. And they realize what they left, you know, and, and when I have many parents, I'm sure you did too, Marty in line over, over the reawakened Americas where they've got a prodigal child. Yeah. A lot. And I said to them, one of the hardest things 
for you to do, but you need to do it is to let them go and let the Lord deal with them without your involvement. So true. Without your involvement. The Lord knows how to school them better than you do. Yeah. Yeah. And so (laughs) that is the hardest thing for them. And they, and they, they create this washing machine spin cycle of dysfunction of, of the child being in the cycle of I'm going to do what I want and run back home because there's a safety net. I'm going to do it again. I'm going to run back home. I'm going to do it again, do it again, do it again. And the way to break it is to send them away and put them in God's hands and go by and totally (laughs) disengage Yeah, and, and pray for them and go on their own path with the Lord and let the Lord deal with them. Yeah. The results will happen quicker. Yeah. Yeah. If you do that. It boils down to who are you putting in control of the situation? Now, my wife and I, we can speak extremely intimate, intimately concerning this. That's all I'll say concerning that. But um, it just depends on, because see, the cycle in you, the parent or the grandparent, the cycle will start in you. What's the one thing I can do? What's the one thing I can pray What's the one thing I can say to them the next time they came through? What's the one thing I can do to help them wake up? And listen, when you're dealing with a spiritual deception, when you're dealing with a spiritual darkness, when you're dealing with a spiritual blinded eyes, it takes God. It just takes him. That's right. It takes him. And so that's just where we have to say, God, I trust you with their life. I take my hands of control off. I refuse to try to come up with the one thing to say, the one thing to do, the one thing to pray that will fix all of this because after three or four years of doing it, you see it hasn't worked or you've not seen no light. It's just because God wants to do it. And he loves them. He loves them the way even more than you. He wants to do this, but he can't move on their behalf when we have our hands on the situation. We have to take him off and let Jesus take the wheel. Carrie Underwood song, Jesus take the Sing it, Amanda, sing it. Jesus take the wheel. Yep, that's it. Jesus yeah, take the wheel. Go ahead and sing it, Amanda. You okay, don't sing it. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that next show. So Jesus take the wheel. And I just love that where she's driving this car on the song. And it's at, I mean, seriously, when you're in a crazy situation, the last thing you want to do is take your hands off of the wheel. But that's what you have to do when it's the hardest, when it's the darkest. The way that you bring in more power and more light is to allow him to be God. That's right. Because he can do it. He, with, with him, all things are possible. So you just take your hands off the wheel and you say, okay, okay, God, it's yours. You take care of it. You will find that he'll show up so much quicker. He will show off. He won't just show up. He'll show off. He'll have it done quicker than what you thought. He'll turn it around. Someone that comes back to God won't just come back to God. They'll come back to God. They will tell everyone about God. They'll tell how dark it was and how much wonderful it is. They'll become a preacher for God. He'll turn them around in such a way that he can then use them because he they know what it's like to be on the wrong side. But you said something earlier. You said these two words. Order and discipline. People, I'm telling you, in God, we found freedom. We find liberty in him, Amanda. But inside that liberty 
is order and discipline. There are laws of God. There are principles of God. There is walking with our heart subject unto him. There is order and discipline. A lot of people, they've run from God because of those two words. They don't want order and discipline. They don't want to be told what to do. Well, just get over yourself. We all need him to tell us what to do. We all need him to tell us what to do. And it's because many people have an issue with submitting to authority. Mm, yeah, They don't want to submit to authority. They want to do their own thing and have everybody else just be okay with it. And they don't want rules. And they don't want, I mean, you know, I have many people around me that I counsel with that watch what I do, that mm. counsel me, that steer me, you know, that guide me, um, that, you know, that, that show me things or ways to do something better or, you know, and I listen and then I try to implement it, but we have to be able to submit to authority and the Lord, because people that have a very superficial relationship with God have a very hard time with others submitting to authority. Yeah. It goes hand in hand, actually. Many times the relationship with the Lord doesn't run that deep. Yeah. Because the issue with authority is still being struggled with and not dealt with. And I'm not saying this for everyone, <laughs> but I'm saying that there, there's a pattern there with that. There's a pattern. Yeah. Someone that's... So we've talked some tonight and we've covered yeah. Romans one. And if anyone's like, where does God stand on, you know, male and female and gender, you know, just go read Romans one. I mean, Romans, the first chapter we've been reading tonight. It's got quite a bit of description in there. It talks about it. It talks about God, how he sees that. And what happens is those that are in that confusion and re and literally rejecting, um, rejecting the truth of just the basics that male and female are not the same and men don't have babies and women, you know, I'm not even going to get in all the details. A man is going to cover that privately with all y'all. She'll call each and every one of y'all and describe all the differences between male and female. So, um, okay. That was a joke. So, okay. Not a very funny joke, obviously. So, but they are not wanting the order and the discipline. They're just, I mean, God's already set this in motion. Yeah. Who are we, who is mankind to come and change the order of who men and women are made to be? This is, this doesn't work. It's like you, what you said earlier about the changing of the DNA. That's the DNA of God that he put in, pl in place. God made us in his own image. He took some of his own DNA of who he is and put that in Adam, which we still carry with us today. How dare we think that we should change our DNA, the DNA of God that's placed inside us? Let's just stick with what works. Let's just stick with our loving, glorious, wonderful father. Let's just stick with him and what that's he right. says. He knows what he's doing. He's done it the right way. He has done it the right way. He does know what he's doing. We don't know better than God what is going on. No. He knows better for our life than we do, than our family does. He knows better ultimately. Yeah. And people have a hard time giving themselves over to that uh, and letting him clean stuff out of our soul and clean stuff out of our life and clean it up and get it in order so it can be a deep relationship. It can be incredibly fruitful. It yeah. can produce good fruit. So, but people yeah. don't want to go through that process first. 
Yeah. That process is, is a hard one. And it's a difficult one because many times they want to hold on to their sack of issues. I call it their oh, yeah. sack over their shoulder of issues, their sack of issues from their childhood, their sack of issues of family, their sack of issues. You know, when, when it comes to children, their sack of issues, they want to hold on to it. Yeah. And it interferes mm. with that process of cleaning it all out. Yeah. So the Lord can set you free and then cause everything to be fruitful. Yeah. Well, praise God. Praise very God. good. Very, very good. Well, we went off where no man has gone before today. <laughs> we? Just, I'm telling you, we just praise the Lord. But, you know, as much darkness is uh, may already be predestined, I could use a word like that in that sentence, for the future, because Jesus spoke in, Matthew 24, that nation against nation, famines, rumors of wars, pestilences. There's a lot, you know, brother against brother. Yeah. Um, there's a lot coming. Just because all that's coming, it just means that we're just getting brighter. I've heard that for years and years, yeah. that the darker the darker gets, the brighter we get. And I have to say, I'm seeing it before my very own eyes. I'm seeing those that are awake just get brighter, just get excited about being used in healings, miracles, just being a light to the world. I'm seeing we're hap- it's happening right here before our eyes. Our voices are getting stronger the stronger darkness tries to speak. Yes, that's, that, that, yeah, exactly what needs to happen. Yeah, for sure. The stronger darkness tries to speak, the voice of the people of God yeah. needs to get ahead of that need to get ahead of that and expose it before mm. it says its next word before yeah. it, 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 you know, it executes its next plot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Very good. Praise the Lord. Well, praise God. Good, good show today. Thank you, Amanda, for allowing me to join you. Thank you, Marty. Always yeah. a pleasure. Say hi to uh, Jenny and gumbo. Yes. They're here somewhere. They're here. <laughs> They're pro- he's, she's probably got gumbo doing the dishes. You never know what's going on. You're probably very right about that. Gumbo may be doing dishes right now for all we know. But we will be back in about, yes. I'm looking at the date, in about 10 days. Yes, good. So uh, with the next Grace Out Loud. So we will announce, uh, look for the announcements, and me and Marty will be back. Yes, very soon. Have a good time in Alabama this weekend for Memorial you, Day weekend. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Marty. Appreciate yes, that. Ma'am. Okay, see you next time. See you next time. Okay. Okay, everyone, that concludes Grace Out Loud for today. Thank you so much for joining us. We pray that this ministered to you, that you were able to glean from it, learn from it, take some of this, go to the Lord for yourself, and uh, cultivate that deeper relationship with the Lord. So God bless everyone. Keep the faith. We love you. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter 6, Psalm 91. Say it every single day. I say it every single day over me and Chris. Speak it. Psalm 91. I've also been doing the Lord's prayer. Why? Because there's an order to that prayer that is so important. And I'm probably at some point going to do a deep dive with this with all of you. But keep the faith. Have a wonderful rest of your evening. And we'll announce when we're coming back on. And I have to tell you something. They work. 
it is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar anxiety pain neuropathy to immune system boost dog pain they are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma we are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues I yeah. tried the pain patches and, yeah. and they worked when I used them when you connect it to your body the skin patch changes your brain waves sugar this one is neuropathy I actually have it on and we use this on Toby actually because Toby's about eight years old and from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips so we actually give him the doggy pain patches what was he doing he was running oh yeah <laughs> I mean I walked him out and wow he's boom and he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To <laughs> <laughs> so it's good. If you are looking for an excellent doctor, if you are looking to get healthier, if you are looking to understand why the things in your body operate the way they do go to sherwood.tv forward slash amanda grace doctors mark and michelle sherwood of the functional medical institute in tulsa oklahoma are there to help you with all of your medical needs in fact i am a patient of the functional medical institute and god bless dr sherwood because chris was a tough nut to crack on this but after over a year and a half chris is finally on board he is a patient of dr sherwood's and him listening and and implementing what dr sherwood has taught him has made a difference in his life so if you are interested and curious as to what they do if you'd like to make an appointment if you'd like to see what products they have because they have some amazing products go to sherwood.tv forward slash amanda grace thank you you want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing you can go to mypillow.com and use promo code arc ARK to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all my pillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes, they have sheets, they have slippers, they of course have pillows, and they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact, Noble Arcade at the Animal Sanctuary that many of you know and love has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK. God bless everyone. If you are looking for advice on financial matters, if you think gold and silver is something that you should invest in, go to bh-pm.com today. Andrew Sorcini of Beverly Hills Precious Metals, who's been on Ark of Grace many times, he loves to answer our viewer questions. In fact, he's answered all sorts of questions about gold, silver, the markets, even the real estate market he's been kind enough to answer questions about. So if you would like more information, if this is something you would like to invest in, please go to bh-pm.com today. That is bh-pm.com. Hello, everyone. It's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about this incredible product that I use every day 
called Power Team. It is 130 raw superfoods. And I have to tell you, it is one of the most amazing products I have ever used. I take it every day. It helps me with energy. It helps feed my cells at the cellular level. It helps me with clarity and focus. It helps with so many things and functions in your body, including your gut as well. So if you would like to learn more about this product, if you would like to learn the 130 raw superfoods that are in this product, please go to the link below or you could go to arcofgrace-ministries.com and go to our shop section and you will find Power Team there as well. Thank you, everyone. If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all year round. And we are doing that actually for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary. They also have outdoor ones. They actually yield 30% more and grow the vegetables three times faster. So if you would like to learn more, go to amandagracegrows.com. God bless. Hello everyone, it's Amanda Grace. I'm here to talk to you today about Reawaken America. I have had the honoring and humbling privilege of being able to be part of Reawaken America since the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma in April of 2021. I have watched so many moments happen for the glory of God at Reawaken America. We have seen people healed, delivered, set free. We love to pray for people at Reawaken America. We have had the honor of praying alongside some amazing people uh, Marty Grisham from Loudmouth Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconado, who also deals in deliverance. And we have seen people's lives changed. We have seen them set free. We have seen people who are come seeking. And the Lord says, when you seek, you shall find. And you knock, the door shall be opened unto you. They have been seeking and those seeds get planted for the glory of God at Reawaken America. The word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that shall set you free and this is what we are doing at reawaken america you get biblical truth you get a foundation of the word of god and you also get necessary information right now to help you understand what is going on in america and the world and i am humbled and honored that general flynn and clay clark would even let me be a part of this and People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. They need those who are willing to boldly stand up and with the conviction and the authority from God, speak the word of the Lord into their lives. It is a catalyst. It is life changing. And, and we praise the Lord that we have continued in this. And we hope to see you at upcoming events that are happening this year. We hope we get to pray over you at these upcoming events.